the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Good afternoon. You're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show. A couple minutes after 4. Thank you for tuning in. Forecast calling for kind of a cloudy, sunny thing going back and forth. Not as hot as we've had recently. 84 the high the rest of the day. We'll have 67 tonight. Tomorrow on the kind of cloudier side and uh, probably a shower or two or a thunder shower and a high of 90. Going to be kind of sunny and hot over the weekend into the mid-90s. FYI. So today, I wanted to do a number of things. Uh, first of all, give you an idea of what's coming up in the days to come, just to billboard ahead a bit. Looking forward to having guests on the program, including the one and only Steve Taylor. You may or may not know who he is, but some folks are like, when I told a friend of mine that yesterday, I was like, really? Yeah, the Steve Taylor. He is a longtime musician, artist, songwriter. He uh, had his own music uh, career, if you will, for quite a while. Wrote a bunch of songs for a lot of other artists, including Newsboys. Put some films together. And uh, just a man of tremendous creativity, integrity, and talent. And uh, looking forward to having him on the program tomorrow on our famous Friday show. A great way to cap off the week. Also looking forward to having in the music vein, longtime friend. Her name is Tammy Trent. And again, she's done music now for a quarter century, so you may have heard of her. She has uh, been in this area, done uh, concerts here before. Among other things, a huge piece of her life was greatly altered on the 10th of September, 2001, when uh, she lost her husband uh, when they were on a missions trip, and he uh, died in a... uh, a diving accident. And uh, some folks may be well familiar with that story since it happened in uh, 2001. And kind of on the back end of that, 9-11 was the very next day. And uh, just she literally thought the world was you know, almost coming to an end. And uh, she's going to share her story a bit. I haven't talked with Tammy directly in probably 10 years. But I've meant to have her on the program. And um, she's got quite a story to tell of how God has worked in and through her life. And so those are a couple of longtime friends. I've known them both for 20 plus years that I want to share with you and kind of just touch base with them. And that's coming up. So Steve Taylor tomorrow and Tammy will be one day next week. Also looking forward to having a, uh, a longtime friend of sorts. His name is Ron Walters. He's a pastor who also has a radio background who, if you've gone to the pastor's appreciation breakfast or any of the women's events we've had in the fall, uh, or perhaps you get his uh, e-newsletter that he uh, writes on our website each month. He's a, a, a great guy. He has traveled the country for our parent company, Salem Media Group, 
And it's just a great encourager. He's a gregarious guy, very encouraging. You, you can't come away from in, you know, encountering him without you know, having your eyes opened and your spirits are up, you're standing up straighter, all that. And so we're looking forward to having him on. He has a book called uh, Just Letters to Pastors. They're short two- or three-page words of encouragement, uh, stealable material, as he will say in the beginning of his book, how pastors are constantly looking for material to help their sermons and 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 just to help uh, get the word of God across on a given uh, given uh, church service. So, uh, and in, and in life in general. So, we're going to talk with him about that a little bit. That's again one day next week. Looking ahead into the next few shows. So, before we get to any of those, though, I kind of want to pause and and go through a few things that are happening right now. You might not be aware of, or that just happened in the last few days. In case you you know missed a show or two, or you've been out of the loop a little bit. Summertime lends itself to that. And then you throw in, of course, the kind of things we're going on in our, our community and culture these days. And it can be easy to be like, what? I don't remember what's going on. I don't know what's going on. So we're going to pause a little bit today and do some of that, including clue you in on some of the new contests that are going on and some of the opportunities that await you on our site. And we'll give you some audio clips from recent interviews that I think will, will uh, really be a beneficial kind of way of spending some time together. So that'll be happening in the program. Also... I have a kind of a, a fun little contest I'm going to introduce to you a little later on in the hour, uh, among, and it's actually tied to the Phillies. Uh, Tony Taylor, longtime player for the team, uh, primarily in the 60s and 70s, passed away this morning. And uh, while he wasn't of the stature of a, a Hall of Famer, per se, he had a pretty good career and a very beloved figure in Philly sports history. So I have a kind of a trivia question I'm going to put out there a little later on and just ask you to text in your answer. Uh, and it's, it's a, you don't have to be a super sports fan to know. You could probably just be a casual fan and take a guess and maybe be right. And uh, just have our text number ready. 610-500-DOVE is that number. 610-500-3683. I'll ask you to text in your answer uh, in just a little bit for that. In the meantime, quick break. We'll come back and keep things rolling here. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560, WFIL.com and the WFIL app. You're listening to a podcast of the Tim DeMoss Show. Heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560, WFIL and at WFIL.com. It's the Tim DeMoss Show on AM 560, WFIL. Jack Burton of the Pork Chop Express, and I'm talking to whoever's listening out there. I'm not saying that I've been everywhere and I've done everything, but I do know it's a pretty amazing planet we live on here. And a man would have to be some kind of fool to think we're all alone in this universe. on the highway every day moving so fast you can see the stars align but i know that it's more than time yeah. right before i hit the ground son are you came along and found me am560 wfil.com and on the app 414 that's colton dixon and his latest single called miracles we've had a contest going called the colton dixon miracles matchup on the radio station for i guess about a month now and it's wrapping up this weekend saturday night perhaps late and just overnight into midnight because we have a nationwide uh, you know company going so it may be spillover just past midnight but for all intents and purposes if you want to get in on this 
do it tonight or tomorrow or sometime on Saturday. Up for grabs, two different grand prizes. They're both very cool. And one of them in particular, I think, just because I play piano and I like this thought, uh, not that I could do this or I would do it or whatever, but there's a there's a grand prize that involves you actually being chosen to play the song that you just heard there, Miracles, on an instrument. And uh, there are different ways that that can be done while Colton sings the song. So you work together and play backup for Colton. Very cool. There's some other prizes, T-shirts and EPs and things like that you can win, digital downloads. So if you want to get in on that, it's called the Colton Dixon Miracles Matchup, and it's on our contests and surveys page at WFIL.com. Very easy to find right across the top at WFIL.com. Speaking of contests, there are a ton of them. So in a nutshell, what you do is you join something called the Rewards Club. It's free. It takes a minute. You put your basic info in there. It's like our listener loyalty club. And then all the stuff that we do, when you go to see a contest, you can just enter right away. It's very quick. So it's just a way of building a rapport back and forth so we can communicate and that kind of thing. This newest one that just went up is called uh, From like from Good to Great. It's uh, in conjunction with Family Life, which is a program you can hear every day at 9 a.m. on WFIL. There's also an airing at 1.30 a.m. And um, the contest, for starters, is I don't think I've seen this before. Every listener is welcome to a free download. I have seen that, but what I have not seen is the value it's a uh, marriage resource bundle valued at 155 bucks, and anybody is welcome to go get. WFL.com is where you get it. It's right in the homepage near the top. The bundle includes two video mini courses on marriage. Just to have a free date, you don't have to rent it or anything. You just get it for free. Four audio teaching sessions from Family Life's Love Like You Mean It Cruise. They do those every year. Has some wonderful teachers on that. They're giving you four of those lessons free. There's also something called the Good to Great Marriage ebook download. Includes conversation starters, a quiz, and other kind of fun stuff to go with that. And um, a grand prize beyond all that that, you know, so so first of all, what I just said, anyone can have it. Free. You download it right away. $155 value. So grab that. It just went up in the last day or so. Brand new. Now, the other piece of that is, while you're doing that, you could wind up winning a grand prize valued at close to $2,000 where one winner will get a two-night getaway to Family Life Headquarters. And there's a couple different options. You could choose the one in Little Rock or in Orlando, whatever you want. There's also an opportunity to end a, uh, to attend a Family Life Today recording session in studio with host Dave and Ann Wilson. They have uh, been on the program now for a year and change, I think. And, uh, of course, Bob Lapine is part of that program, too. Dennis Rainey. Uh, you know, in many years prior to that. And there's also dinner for two with the Wilsons and more that goes with that. Uh, and so they'll give you a check. You can you know, buy your tickets and two-night hotel stay and, and food and stuff like that, ground, ground transportation. So check out that contest from good to great. That's also on our homepage, very easy to find, and it's on the contest and surveys page. I thought I would give you a little clip of a conversation I had with Dave and Ann Wilson, who are kind of central to this uh, contest, and Bob Lapine, they were on the program about a year ago and just asked them each to give a bit of their testimony. One thing that I liked about this interview a lot, they clearly love the Lord. Their lives had some mess in it and uh, they have a sense of humor about everything too. And just, it's a, it's a healthy, uh, I think, you know, perspective on things. So let's listen on this. This is David Ann Wilson and Bob Lapine, I think Bob goes first as far as sharing his testimony. These folks, all the co-hosts 
uh, Family Life, uh, the program that we air at 9 o'clock each weekday morning? <laughs> I grew up uh, in a church-going family, uh, but I don't remember hearing the gospel and the churches we went to when I was growing up. I was more attracted to the choir. I liked to sing in the choir, and they, so we kind of went to churches that had good choirs. Uh, but it wasn't until I was in high school when I started going to Young Life, that's where I first heard the gospel and was drawn to that uh, and got involved in Young Life both in high school and in college. It wasn't until my junior year in college, though, I'd been going to a Bible study and I was dating Mary Ann, and if you'd have asked me at that point, are you a Christian, I'd have said yes. But one night after Bible study, a guy said, could we get together this week? I'd like to... I'd like to ask you some questions. And I thought, I wonder what he needs for me to explain to him from the Bible, <laughs> which just shows a little of the arrogance that I had at that point. But he sat me down. He said, I don't think you get it. And it was pretty bold of him to do this. But he took me to Romans 3, and he said, look, look at what it says here. There's none righteous, no, not one. Nobody seeks after God. He said, this is describing you. And he was really taking me in to recognize that I had kind of thought my sin was yeah, yeah, I got a few bad habits. I'm a mostly good person with some bad things that I've done that I guess Jesus needed to die for. Now all of a sudden he shows me, no, you're you're ultimately in rebellion against God. You you don't love God. And and I walked out of that meeting with him and it was like God was saying, I finally got your attention, don't I? And that was the turning point in my life spiritually. And I keep coming back to that because I think there are a lot of people today who have a a minimal understanding of sin, and I'm afraid that some of those people then don't have a full understanding of the gospel, uh, because that's the state I was in for a number of years. So that's that's the turning point in my life spiritually, and that was my junior year in college. Well, there must be something about the junior year in college, <laughs> uh, because that's when I gave my life to Christ. I grew up in a broken home. Uh, Mom and Dad divorced when I was seven. My little brother died the same year. I was seven. He was five and a half of leukemia, and I sort of ran away from God. I uh, uh, didn't think he was a good God and, you know, struggled with my parents' breakup, and so I tried to find life and all kinds of different things, and I ended up uh, going to college, playing uh, college football on a scholarship, and I'll never forget, I was invited to hear Archie Griffin, the two-time Heisman Trophy winner from Ohio State, came to our campus and shared his testimony. And it was the first time that I can remember going, hmm, this is something i got to consider. It was probably because it was a college athlete that I respected. Yeah. And then a year later, my brother, uh, brother shared the gospel with me, and I rejected it because I thought if I give my life to Christ, he's going to make me a missionary and send me to somewhere like Detroit. <laughs> and uh, he couldn't have a good plan for my life. And sure enough, my whole life sort of fell apart. I blew out my knee in football. I caught my girlfriend with another guy, and I knew enough of the gospel to know, okay, I've tried it my way. This is not working. I am a sinner. I need a Savior. I got on my knees and surrendered my life to Christ after those tragedies in my life. And you won't believe this, but in that same prayer, I prayed to meet this girl who I knew was on fire for Jesus in our hometown, and I met her the next day, and she's sitting beside me now in the studio. <laughs> wow. Pretty miraculous way that God worked, but we started dating uh, about a month later and got married about nine months later. How about for you, Ann? When did, when did things become real for you? Well, um, I grew up in this great home um, with great parents who are still married. They're, they've been married 70 years. 
but we never went to church. Um, And so I had a rough beginning, even though I had a great family. And um, there was some abuse in my background. And I do remember thinking, why am I here? Because I felt very broken as even a five-year-old because of the the sexual abuse that occurred. And um, at 12 years old, my sister and I were best friends. I'm, I was 12, and she was 19, and my mom had brought home this Bible, and we had never read the Bible. We never looked at a Bible, but it was the Good News Bible, and we could actually understand it. And so we slept in the same double bed, and I remember reading the Gospels for the first time, and I said to my sister, I don't get it. How do you get to heaven? Do we just have to be good? And she said, I have no idea. And so we both made a pact with one another that that we said, whoever discovers the answer to this question needs to tell the other one right away because we were hungry. We were both looking for purpose. Um, My sister had had sexual abuse as well. And so fast forward several years, I'm 16 years old. My sister's married, and she comes back into town. She was living out of town. She comes back into town, and she says, Ann, I finally found the answer to our question that we were having. And I understand now how we get to heaven. And I looked at her and I said, you know, I'm not really into that God thing anymore. I'm kind of into guys now. <laughs> and wow. um, and uh, I was training. I was in track season, and I was going to go run six miles that night. And she said, hey, can I come and run with you? And I thought, oh, no. <laughs> she's going she's to share this whole Jesus thing with me, and I'm not interested and I thought, she'll never make six miles. You know, she'll, she'll hit one and be done. Yeah. And so she started running with me, and she shared the entire gospel that I had never heard. And I, for the first time, understood, oh, it's not by doing good works that get us to heaven. It's by surrendering and repenting of our sins, receiving the Lord Jesus as our Savior. And it was a miracle. She ran six miles talked the whole time, and I thought, oh, there must be a God if she did this. <laughs> That's hard to do, to, to, to run and talk? Yeah. No way. So I've... we got home. I got on my knees and gave my life to Christ, and it's interesting. You know, I didn't know very much. I started going to a church, but I didn't have really anyone to disciple me. But fast forward another couple years, I'm 18 years old, getting ready to go into my um, freshman year of college. And I'm working in a factory shooting screws into dishwasher doors. <laughs> and I remember praying to God on this assembly line, Lord, I feel like I'm playing the game where I'm living both lives. I'm living this old life of an unbeliever, and yet I feel conviction, and I want to be all in for the first time. So I'm going to give you everything, everything. I'll go anywhere, do anything, be who you want me to be. I want to serve you the rest of my life. And at the end of that prayer, I said, and if you could bump me into Dave Wilson, I just feel like he's on fire for Jesus and maybe he could help me grow. And so, Lord, help me run into him. And honestly, it was the very next day that I ran into him to Dave and he had prayed his prayer the same night that I had prayed mine. Isn't that cool? That's uh, Ann Wilson, preceded by Dave Wilson, preceded by Bob Lapine, those three co-host the program Family Life each weekday morning at nine. And we are now partnered with them for this from good to great contest on our site. And again, if you're just joining us and tuning in, every listener, welcome to a free download of Family Life's Marriage Resource Bundle valued at $155. It's amazing that anyone can get that. So help yourself 
and there's a big grand prize valued at close to $2,000, and details are on our site for that. So hop on board, enjoy that. Quick break. Come back with more. You're listening to The Tim DeMoss Show, AM560, WFIL.com, and on the WFIL app. Thanks for hanging out this afternoon. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560, WFIL, and WFIL.com. Coming up on 430 on the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Some clouds, some sun, maybe a little shower action. 84 the high today, down to 67 tonight. Looking at some rain off and on tomorrow in all likelihood. Maybe a thunder shower and a high near 90. Uh, sports, a couple things to just run by you on a nice note. Oscar Lindblom from the Flyers has been named a finalist for the Bill Masterton, uh, Bill Masterton Memorial Trophy. And um, he's a finalist among three. He says, I'm very humbled to be considered for this award that so many courageous and great players have won. Seeing the overwhelming support from fans, my teammates, and the entire hockey community has been very emotional for me. And without a doubt, helped me get through this difficult time and back to being uh, with and doing the things that I love. Lindblom himself uh, in December of 2019 was diagnosed with uh, Ewing sarcoma and um, my specialist over at uh, UPenn. And as of just a couple of weeks ago, I think two weeks ago today, he finished his treatments and um, is now deemed without evidence of cancer at the moment. So that's good news. And uh, certainly a young guy and a very talented player. The Flyers would love to have him and, and I'm sure even more so they're hoping that he's okay. So he's among the three finalists for uh, the uh, the award, which is presented every year by the NHL to the player who best embodies the qualities of perseverance, sportsmanship, and dedication to the game of hockey. Uh, on another note, Philadelphia sports wise, kind of on a sad note, uh, Tony Taylor, who played for the Phillies a couple of times back in the 60s and 70s, passed away this morning. He was an inductee into the Phillies Wall of Fame back in 2002. Statistically speaking, 19 years in the major leagues, played for the Cubs as well and the Tigers. He was an all-star in 1960, had a lot of other uh, um, you know, achievements in his career. And he's just, um, among other things, second all-time in Philly's history for pinch hits, which is a specialty you have to be good at. You know, it's, it's not, a, not just anybody can do that. He had 54 pinch hits in his career and uh, in the 70s in, at Veterans Stadium back in uh, September of 75, he got his 2,000th career hit, finished with 2007. So he just got across that threshold. When he was a player, he played all four infield positions and left field and uh, 1,003 games at second base among the games he played. Once again, crossing a, a huge milestone, just barely. The only other player in Philly's history to play more games at second base, Chase Utley. Uh, there you go. And on a fun note, for those who remember when Jim Bunning of the Phillies had a perfect game on Father's Day back in 1964, Taylor made a key play at second base in the fifth inning that uh, kept that game perfect. So for fun, I'm going to play a little song here uh, talking baseball. You may know Mickey and the Duke, but the Phillies version of that Terry Cashman did. And while I do that, just want to put this out to you, Terry, uh, uh, Tony Taylor, otherwise known as TT, he, um, is just one of 12 players in Philly's history to get 1,500 career hits as a Philly. So you tell me by texting uh, anybody in the top 12, Tony Taylor, number 12, exactly. 
There are 11 other players who have had at least 1,500 hits in their Phillies career. Don't look it up. No Googling. Just off the top of your head, pick one name and text me 610-500-DOVE. 610-500-3683. If you're the first person to guess any of the 11, I'll get you a gift card to Rita's little summer fun uh, courtesy of Briner Chevrolet in Jenkintown. All right, so your mission, should you choose to accept it, pick a name, any Philly you can remember that you think had 1,500 hits or more, basically any really solid Philly player over time who had 1,500 or more career hits, text in during this next song here, 610-500-DOVE. 610-500-3683. And if you happen to be correct, the first one for any of the 11 correct answers, we'll get you a gift card. And uh, we're mailing those out tomorrow, actually. So... Uh, go for it. 610-500-3683. This is Terry Cashman's version of Talking Phillies Baseball and WFIL. The Wiz Kids had won it. Dick Sisler had done it for the first time since Grover led the way. We're talking baseball. Baseball in the Phillies. Talking baseball, baseball in the field. AM560 WFL.com on the app. That's Talking Baseball Philly style. Terry Cashman in honor of uh, Tony Taylor's passing today. In Philly's history, only 12 players have amassed 1,500 career hits. As a Philly, that's kind of the trick there to think through. For example, I had a text here. If you want to guess, uh, 610-500-DOVE is the number. 610-500-3683. Uh, Sharon texted in a guess of Greg Luzinski, which is a great guess, except Luzinski had 1,299 career hits as a Philly. Longtime compliment to someone else who is on the list, who was guessed by Patricia in Philadelphia, Mike Schmidt, number two, all-time in Philly's history. So congratulations. Uh, thank you, Sharon, for trying. And congratulations to Patricia, who is correct, getting number two on the list. If you want to take a guess, we'll, uh, we'll hook you up with a Rita's gift card, courtesy of Briner Chevrolet in Jenkintown. 610-500-3683. Just text in your best guess without looking it up. Which Phillies in, in Phillies uh, pinstripes or whatever they happen to be wearing at the time has, has, has 1,500 or more career hits. There are several really obvious ones, and then there may be a few that are tricky because they actually played for other teams, and they might have had lots of hits in their career, but they didn't get them all here, all right, or 1,500 here. Speaking of Mike Schmidt, uh, Mike was on the program. Wonderful opportunity. He spent the whole hour with us on the 29th of May. Podcast that at WFIL.com. Here's a quick snippet of it, and I will give you this next several minutes to take your best guess uh, guess and text in 610-500-3683 of the remaining 10 folks with 1,500 or more career hits. Uh, we'll give you a gift card to Rita's if you can guess one of those. Here's our little, little snippet of our conversation with Mike Schmidt, and I had talked to him about when did he finally or when did he uh, first get going with baseball? Was it later in life? Was it early? I started when I was three. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, then. that was with a that was with a uh, tennis ball and a stick in my backyard. Sure. Uh, but no, I um, sports was my life back then. It was a different time uh, that we lived in. 
it was all about being outside and, and playing whatever the season it was. Uh, you know, as I grew older, uh, you know, got into my, uh, you know, good 10, 11, 12 and into my teens, uh, and then, uh, you know, played every sport. Uh, we were throwing footballs and shooting basketballs and, 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 uh, playing some kind of stick ball or wiffle ball or something. Uh, and then we got big enough, you know, little league come, came along and, uh, um, you pop Warner football, stuff like that, uh, got into high school. And then of course, uh, uh, it was sort of big time seasonal sports, uh, football, basketball, baseball, uh, played them all. Uh, didn't really have a favorite of, of any of them. Just wanted to be with my friends and guys I played the other sports with and, uh, whatever sport it was, that's the one we played. And everybody wanted to be the best guy on the team at whatever sport it was. And, you know, it was very competitive back then. Yeah. We didn't have uh, cell phones. Uh, you know, we didn't have the Internet. We, we didn't have uh, really any reason. Uh, the only reason to stay home would have been homework. And who wants to do that? So <laughs> um, homework and sleep, I guess. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, and eat. Yeah, we had to eat. So, you know, our lives were much different than the kids' lives are today. And um, I wouldn't have wanted to grow up in any other in any other time in history than the time that I did. Hmm. Um, and it's unfortunate that that kids nowadays, uh, well, they're a lot of times forced to specialize. Uh, they're they're um, a lot of them are attached to internet, uh, attached to cell phones and uh, iPads and. You know, it's a whole different world that, that they live in now, and uh, it's a different. It, it's 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 hard. It's hard to be competitive now. It's hard to it's hard to stick out because um, um, everyone specializes, and every you know the, the, the players. I don't know that they, they aren't. Um, I guess a lot of them aren't really allowed to um, play them all. You know, to play all the sports. Uh, yeah. They are forced to play one sport year round, and sport, they want to specialize in those sports, and they they're trained year round to play golf or to you know to play basketball or football or baseball or what it is. They they work year round with a coach, uh, a mentor um, on the same sport year round. I don't think that's good, um, but then again, I'm you know I'm <laughs> 70 years old. I'm looking about my life and uh, how successful I was as an athlete and. Uh, Sure, you have a ton of really, really great athletes nowadays, but uh, I think I think the percentage of kids making it as uh, as great athletes uh, now is a lot less than it was, you know, when when I played. The one and only Michael Jack Schmidt, 1980 World Series champ, Hall of Famer, all-time Phillies great, joined us on May 29th podcast that in our homepage at wfil.com. Uh, so, congratulations. We got one more here. Sharon guessing the number one name on the list, Jimmy Rollins. So, we'll be sending a gift card to uh, to Sharon as well. Rounding out the top five, Richie Ashburn, number three, Ed Delahanty, number four, and Del Ennis, the great Del Ennis, number five. Other great Phillies, uh, I guess I'll round out the top ten. Larry Boa, Chuck Klein, Sherry McGee. Chase Utley and Cy Williams. And then I guess number 11, Granny Hamner. So uh, Tony Taylor, number 12, passed away earlier this morning in honor of him and having a little fun with the listening audience, giving you the opportunity to take guess. We had a couple of those names. Nice work 
We'll, uh, we'll do more of that in the days to come. In the meantime, short break. And today, what we're doing is kind of giving a cross-section of some of the programs from the last week or two or three, in case you missed them. Has some really cool, um, you know, obviously one of the main things that's been happening lately, the issue of uh, racism. And uh, we've had some very, very insightful guests on the program. And I just have loved hearing them speak. So after a quick break, I want to play a few clips for you from some very well-known folks, both nationally and locally, who I think will, um, if you missed it, just give you some insight to take with you, but also maybe to go check out the podcast because there many times these are like full-blown longer interviews where you can get additional insight. All right. Sound good? I think so. And we have more to come. We'll try and jam in here in the program. It's the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Thanks for hanging out. Live and local. It's the Tim DeMoss Show weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. It's 447 on the Tim DeMoss Show. I'm going to try and uh, just let these clips speak for themselves. In the last um, two months, had Alveda King, Dr. Alveda King, niece of uh, MLK Jr. on the program. Had uh, longtime sportscaster Gary G. Cobb join us. And uh, Cedric Brown, former teammate of uh, Gary Cobb's for the Eagles. And Herb Lusk. The second and third, Greater Exodus Baptist Church for the second, and Herb the third hosts a program called The Legacy Project on Saturdays on WFIL. All of them shedding some really great insight into things. And so without further ado, let me just see how much of this I can get in. This is from May, tw- uh, May 13th, the 20th, uh, or 2020, Dr. Alveda King. We have to really pay attention to what's available to us every day to be as knowledgeable as we can, but not be fearful and tearful, not be doom and gloom. That's very important. And live this day out. I learned that my mother, Naomi King, would say when our home was being bombed, my daddy's church was being bombed. My daddy's Reverend Alfred Daniel Williams King, he was killed in the civil rights movement the year after his brother, Prophet Martin Luther King Jr. And so in Birmingham, our home, A.D. and Naomi's parsonage was bombed, and Daddy's church in Louisville, his office was bombed, those kinds of things. So my mother would say, hey, you have to heal on your feet. My Mm. granddaddy, Martin Luther King Sr., my daddy, A.D. King, my uncle, Martin Luther King Jr., you have to forgive, you have to love. And then I'm like, well, how do I forgive? Ask the Holy Spirit to help you because you can't do it by yourself. So my mother says we heal on our feet. I've learned to love, to forgive, ask God to help me forgive, and to move forward. That's what you have to do today with COVID. We're going to hear all the conspiracy theories, and I'm saying, but don't dwell on those types of things. Don't be overcome by evil. Overcome evil with good. And what? anytime somebody does something mean or evil to me, I try to at least do two two good deeds for somebody else. Jesus did that, actually, if you think about it, when Lazarus died, Jesus on the way over to resurrect him was healing people. So when he heard bad things, Jesus would go out and heal people. That's what he would do. We can love. John three sixteen. God says, God so loved the world, love all of us. We can begin to learn to love each other, to forgive each other. People don't know how deeply rooted the words of Martin Luther King Jr. always are in the Bible. When he says, 
We must learn to live together as brothers and sisters or perish together as fools. That's mm. back to the words of Jesus. Love you one another. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love God. Forgive so that Heavenly Father can forgive you. And Billy Graham, I mentioned him. I'm a Christian evangelist uh, raised by three preachers, Daddy King, my daddy A.D., and Martin Luther King. So it's, it's just gonna, you're going to run into truth everywhere you go. So when you put your glasses on, what do you see? You need to see good or bad. If you see the bad, you adjust your glasses and overcome it. Go do good deeds. It's Dr. Alveda King, May 13th, 2020. Gary G. Cobb on the 9th of June. I thought Martin Luther King hit it right, though, when he says, hey, you got to love people. When you were going there, that, you know, people had love. You know, when I was a kid, uh, my mom used to clean house for this family. Uh, the name of them was the Harpers. Well, they saw what my mom and my dad were dreaming up for their kids. So they, 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 were, they were like a, a host. I mean, they... Uh, helped us, they paid for us to go to a camp during the summer. Uh, they were sending us stuff when we went to college, you know. Uh, they just got caught up in and saw that my parents wanted us to be able to do things they never dreamed of doing. And, and, uh, and, and you know, we thank God for them. We still are, are friends and we, we still interact and uh, we, we uh, spend time with the Harpers because they helped us. And, and they were uh, white, you know, they helped us. And I thank God for them, you know, and, um, you know, there are people like that. That's why, you know, getting in things where it's, it's not, it's not, it's not about racial, you know, because we, we can love each other. People care about, I mean, you know, and I've met so many good people, uh, all different races, good people, people yeah. care about each other. And that's why we, we can work together. And, um, you know, Martin Luther King had it right and said, you know, Hey, you, 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 uh, love got to be in the middle of it. Because uh, the bitterness, it, it just, um, it'll destroy you. You know, it's not going to destroy the other person. That bitterness ends up destroying you. That's Gary G. Cobb on the 9th of uh, June. And one more, I just don't have enough time for all of this. I want to maybe do, do this again soon. Herb Lust III was in studio with his father, Herb Lust II, on the 17th of June. I think it was 17th or 18th of June. And here's what he had to say. We were talking the other night, and my dad preached his sermon, um, about uh, Moses and his his burning bush experience. And he talked about how, you know, Moses had came from the, the palace. Then obviously he ran, you know, was in Midian, was attending the Jephro's flock. Then all of a sudden he has this burning bush experience. And his life changes forever. And what he was trying to capture was everybody in this life has some type of burning bush experience. And when you have it, you can't you can't run from it. You have to accept the mantle that God is putting on you. So having said that, um, you know, um, we're going to move forward with this idea of what God says matters. And if we can continue to do what my dad has said, presenting the truth. Right. Once again, the word of God, everybody wants to talk speaking, you know, truth to power and all these kind of things. But it has to be God's truth. And, you know, mm -hmm. the word of God deals with all of these issues, right? It goes back to balance and not just jumping on one. And I think that's a lot of times why things don't, why people are not heard and why experience are not actually received because while we're talking, instead of us 
talking to each other. We're yelling at each other. So nobody can hear anything. Everybody's saying, this is what the important thing is. This is what the important thing is. And somebody's raising their hand going, no, 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 this is what the important thing is. Everybody's saying, no, we need to speak to what's going on right now. But, okay, we're dealing with what's now. What happens six months now from now when something else comes up? So do we forget about George Floyd? Do we forget about COVID-19? You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. we, we, you know, all of those things. And what God does is his ministry, right, it speaks to every age, Right. It doesn't matter what age that you put the word of God in the age before me, the age before, before me, the age after me, the age after, after me, until he comes back, it's going to speak to that age. So if that's the case, right. I I remember my professor, um, shout out to uh, Bishop Gillen, uh, Gillen. Um, He said to me, you have to ask yourself this question. Is the word of God temporary or is it timeless? He said, because if you don't understand, he said, it's going to judge what your ministry is. And if the word of God is timeless, then it has to be said that what God says matters. That's uh, Herb Lust III, his program, Saturdays at 2.30 uh, on WFL called The Legacy Project. Quick break. We'll come and wrap things up here in just a moment. The date for that interview, again, was the 17th or 18th of June, all of those in recent weeks. Back with more in just a moment to wrap things up on WFIL. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560 WFIL? Email D at WFIL.com. Musician, songwriter, record executive, filmmaker, the one and only Steve Taylor joins us tomorrow on the program. In the meantime, get the podcast of today or of any day show on our homepage at WFIL.com. Thanks for listening in. Have a great evening. Looking forward to doing it again tomorrow on our famous Friday show. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.